Hello and welcome to episode 97, aka season 5, episode 3 of the Academically Ineligible Podcast. I'm Andy. I'm joined across town by Andrew. On a boat still. We're going. Okay. All right. The The boat isn't like you're not bailing water from this boat. A little bit, but we're still, we're still, uh, we're They're still, still floating on water. Are you rowing we're the still, boat? Would you say rowing, you're rowing the boat? We're ro- Well, we lost uh, engine power, so right. we called up PJ. They lost both oars. Um, we called up PJ. Said PJ, got, get us some oars, man. And he rowed his little boat out there and gave us some oars and just said, "God damn it, guys, you got to keep rowing for the country." And we said, "Okay." For the country. For the country. The children. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well. It's good that you're still out there. Uh, you're joining us from the, uh, from the. Let's see the, what was the river up there? The Cuyahoga that uh, was on fire. So you're you're mm-hmm. up there. Uh, is the river currently on fire? Well, much like 2020, everything's on fire. So yes. Okay. All right. Well, so you're bailing water and simultaneously like trying not to We're catch on fire just while in this river. Bailing buckets of fire. Bailing <laughs> buckets of fire. It's not going great. <laughs> That might be the episode title this week. We'll see. All right, so we're we're joined further uh, south by Tom. Hi guys, my team got to play football this weekend. It was great. Yeah, my my team's got uh, a couple more weeks, but uh, we're we're coming up soon. Um, yeah, we just got buckets nice. of fire. That's cool. You guys, want some? Mm-hmm. No. No, no, I'm we're good. good. We'll let you keep that up in Ohio. So. Uh, we're not joined by Mike this week. Uh, sadly, he is he is on location. Uh, Andrew, where is he this yeah, week? Yeah, he. So Mike is currently trying to clean up the mess that is 2020. So um, he's you know he went to the Amazon to find uh, the Corona vaccine. Which thank you, Mike, for finding that uh, helping mm-hmm. this country out. Any minute now. Uh, and then he got us uh, Taco Bell Mexican pizzas last week as kind uh-huh. of our last you know last hurrah of Mexican pizzas. Um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and this week he's actually, he's headed out West to help put out some fires. Uh, uh, the forest fires. Yeah. Yeah. So he's, he should be back next week with a report on how that went. Hopefully he's out there, uh, you know, fighting the good fight. Yeah. Appreciate your service, Mike. Is that, <laughs> is that what you say when somebody's fighting fires? We appreciate your service. It's like the military. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, so let's go ahead and pick up. I and, think you uh, say that to anyone that you appreciate their service to. I I do that anytime someone provides me with a service. You say that to the lawn guys, the lawn guys, yes. the oil change guys, the prostitutes, you know, whatever. Strip clubs, whoever yeah. it may be. Yeah. Appreciate your service. <laughs> Appreciate your service. Now leave. Thank you. Goodbye. So uh, let's talk about some uh, some rankings. Uh, actually, this is the section we call talking about the polls. It is. We got. Uh, yeah, we got. AP top 25 and we got the coach's poll. Uh, we're going to skip the coach's poll because actually we could probably skip all of them, but um, <laughs> coaches really don't know what they're talking about. But the uh, polls have been updated with the teams that are actually going to be playing this year. Sorry, uh, Andrew. I was going to say, Andrew, do you find it fair that Ohio State dropped out of the polls for not playing, but Alabama got to stay and Georgia and the rest of the SEC? I mean, we always, you know, we live in this society that, you know. <laughs> We live in a society. We do live in a society. So not only will Ohio State have the single largest drop in poll history, they also have the single greatest rise in poll history, <laughs> potentially. I, I hope that they make you guys honestly work your way up from the bottom, and you have to pass like stalwarts. That's fine. Like, you want to put a chip on our shoulder? Let's go. 
Wouldn't it be magical if Ohio State just somehow like got upset in their first game and then they just stayed out of the polls? That's fine. They're they're Whatever. just in others receive others receiving vaults with Georgia Tech and yeah. you know little sisters of the poor like that. Um, okay, cool. Well, AP, we got. We're just gonna do the top ten because we're gonna try to cover AP, SP plus, and the only poll that actually matters, the FPI, of course. So, Clemson with um, uh, apparently all sixty of the first place votes. Correct. Correct. Uh, LSU got a first place vote somehow. Oh, I missed that actually. So wait. What? Okay. I know, right? What the hell, man? Which polls is this? <laughs> AP or coaches? AP? That's the AP. Okay. They got three in the coaches poll. Um, so Alabama number two. Um, you know, the SEC has not started playing football yet, but Correct. still LSU got a vote. Um, interesting, because they're actually down at sixth overall. But uh, going in order, we got Clemson, Alabama, Oklahoma, Georgia, Florida, LSU, Notre Dame, Auburn, Texas, and Texas A&M. Can we time out one second? I would uh, like sure. to. I would like to say just real quick that both uh-huh. Florida and LSU did not play this past weekend, and yet Florida jumped to LSU. <laughs> Interesting. By three, yeah, they were up three spots. So I guess the voters uh, thought better of what their, uh, you know, their initial I don't know. I honestly was. don't know what happened. But Ohio State didn't play, and they dropped twenty-two spots. So you know, AP poll doesn't make shit. <sighs> I think Ed, Ed Orgeron has one message uh, for the for the pollsters this week, and that's fuck them. So, fuck the polls. Anyway, fuck them. Fuck them. I love that clip of him uh, saying that about Auburn after the game. Um, all right, so SP plus rankings. Um, we got Alabama at uh, number one still. I I kind of wish I'd left in last week so I could see what had changed, but we got Clemson at uh, two. Uh, Georgia 3, Oklahoma, Florida, Texas, Auburn, Texas A&M, LSU, and Notre Dame. Um, I'm just going to take in this uh, Clemson special teams at 22 because it's all going to go down from here. Just every week. I mean, you guys look pretty balanced there. Number four on offense and number seven on defense. Uh, Uh, I'm glad Alabama is number one on offense, even though they played no offense this uh, past (laughs) weekend. That's fine. How fucked up are all these rankings going to be if he has to factor back in the Big Ten? Uh, he's got to be running like he's got to be running two models at I once. Think, I think he's probably got he's probably just has you guys like filtered out. Yeah, like you guys are still it's in. It's there. just an Excel spreadsheet, Andrew. Yeah, he just he just filtered out the big. Okay, actually, I think yeah, he does it in some other language now. But yes, ah, uh, Python. Yeah, I think so. Actually, I think it is Python. Um, from what he said. I think he made that switch several years back because you can do more in Python, I guess. Um, right. Anyway. Settle down. Andy. So, <laughs> yes. I don't know anything about Python. I have avoided that. All right. FPI. Andrew, tell us about the only poll that matters. Uh, doesn't look like they updated it yet, except for... <laughs> except for uh, dropping you guys out? Except we weren't in it, I don't think, last time. Oh, was the FPI forward thinking? And Yeah. Uh, okay. So it had, of Notre, course, it had Notre, as the only poll that matters. It had yes. Notre Dame going up one and Texas A&M going down, but everyone else just stayed the same. And no one has any percentages to do anything. What is <laughs> going on? I don't know what this is. Uh, this tune in for the FBI correct. update uh, next next week. This is not. This seems very <laughs> messed up. Maybe I caught them in a state of flux this afternoon when I took this screenshot. I, I mean, know. I'm looking at it live. It's not great. Is it is it in flux still? Do they have uh, percentages? Do they have actual percentages? There's on there's it? there is percentages. 
Okay. Okay. Yeah, there is percentages now. But there's okay. still only two teams have moved up or down. Maybe they haven't done the up or down movement. So, but they also don't have the week to week change like they did last year. So listen, I can't... it's 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 Rona. I think that everything is a uh, is kind of a work in progress. I can't believe point, they're right? still using this shit when they they basically bought Bill Conley's formula. Well, to be honest, they I mean these are it, they've already created it, so it's not like they have to pay the computers anymore to do their work for them. You yeah, just feed is, in this the. Is, uh, this is like such big corporation bullshit. <laughs> so, how how close are the two polls? Okay, so actually, Clemson is slightly higher. Is Clemson in... playing twelve games? Do we go over this? Yes, if they play in the conference championship, they will play twelve games. Okay. But apparently, they're counting one of those, which is the FCS team, right? Yes. This week's a uh, Citadel. It's the Citadel. So, yep. Yeah. Okay, Can't wait so, to win by 50 and have half our team catch the Rona. So that'll be fine. Cool, 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 cool. All right, so they have the overall numbers are pretty close, except they flip-flop Clemson and Alabama. Georgia's still at three. And then we got uh, Auburn at four. LSU, Texas, Florida, Oklahoma, UCF. I've lost track of how many that is. They need to have a number. Oh, they do have a number. Okay, Notre Dame. Um. As number ten, so UCF at number nine. So look at you guys cracking the top ten. That's that's cool. You're probably going to rise a little bit more after this week. We'll talk about that soon. Um. So that's it on the uh, talking about the polls, I guess. So. Uh, just as uh, as some. I guess to to talk about last week. Let's talk about the games that happened. Um, it was a very bad week for the Big Twelve. It's a very bad, no good week for the Big 12. Unless you're Oklahoma. Indeed. Yeah, Oklahoma did all right. They, they did, did Texas play? I don't know if Texas even played. Yeah, they played. Did they do all right? Who knows? Yeah, they, Allegedly. They did all right. Okay. Yeah. They won I by a lot. I know that much. They, like a lot. They played a bad team. Then again, these other teams played bad Everybody teams played too. played a bad team. And they still <laughs> lost. <laughs> so... <laughs> um, so let's talk about uh, UAB was at uh, Miami, who opened as a 14-point favorite, and nailed it. They won 31-14 over UAB on Thursday. Derek uh, King looked pretty good, got to say. Could yep. Miami be the second-best team in the ACC this year? No. Yeah. I think that they might They might be. My UNC Tar Heels clearly are. They are in the conversation for that. I think they have better athletes than UNC ever will. But uh, yeah, but UNC, UNC has, has better coaching. coaching. Yeah. Uh, although Mac Brown is still the Possibly. coach there, and I think and everyone is forgetting what Mac Brown was like when he was at Texas. I think Mac Brown is basically like Dabo. They're both the CEO type that are going to leave it up to their assistants yeah. to listen to do shit. This is how the ACC works. You have uh, you start with really bad talent, you get yourself a good head coach, and you make a dynasty. It's the ACC. Is that, is that how the ACC but UNC, works? but Mac is too old to create a dynasty. Yeah, he's a quick dynasty. He needs like a like a microwave dynasty, like two two three years tops. Yeah, that's fine. Maybe four at the most, but I mean that guy's old. He may actually not be that old, but he sure as shit looks like he's old. Um, all right. Anyway, so Miami won. They covered. Mac cool. Brown. Saturday, Mac Brown, sixty nine years old. Nice. Nice. Return of the Mac. Uh, <laughs> Syracuse. It was at uh, North Carolina. Uh, Andrew's new favorite team. Yeah. They opened as a 19 and a half point favorite. Close, we we looked great. We did, huh? For 
this is how I know he didn't watch the game because North Carolina looked bad until the fourth quarter. They kind of pulled a, a Clemson early early season deal. Listen, TJ Yates ways. went out there and was slinging the football. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Tell us more. So he's your favorite, right? Yeah, TJ Yates. Okay. You and went? what jersey did you order? Uh, powder blue. <laughs> Uh, of course, powder blue. Yeah, I ordered a Michael yeah, yeah. Michael Jordan powder blue football jersey. There you go, <laughs> Michael Jordan powder blue football jersey. Great, and in true Michael Jordan fashion, it's going to be like a five X. Yeah, so. of course. Yeah, of course. Oh, you, you think I'm some kind of you idiot? Gotta, you gotta fit it. You gotta fit it over your your uh, hoodie. You know. Um. Okay, so that's that's North Carolina. We also had Duke was at uh, Notre Dame, who was favored by twenty and uh, at open and when we recorded, and they didn't cover, but they won twenty seven to thirteen. I don't know what all there is to say about that, but uh, I will say that Jack uh, Collinsworth sounds exactly like Chris Collinsworth. Oh, it was freaky. Yeah, it was really weird. It was like Uncanny Valley, but with voices. I was kind of waiting for him to turn around in his chair or whatever, you know, Chris Collinsworth's thing is where he like slides in from the side. Yeah, he slides in from the side. <laughs> <laughs> this year he's sliding he away though. <laughs> this, this year he's going down an escalator or something. <laughs> I don't know. Um, Missouri State uh, was at Oklahoma. And uh, the only reason for us to talk about this game was to watch and see if Oklahoma almost got beat on pay-per-view again. Uh, they didn't. They won forty-eight to nothing. So there's really nothing to talk about there. Congrats, you guys did your thing. Although, granted, note note the level of competition here. But Spencer Rattler, I saw a few throws that that kid made. Holy shit, that kid might be the best quarterback that they've had at. Uh, All right, Oklahoma. Set, settle, well, Andy. Andy, since please, Andy, please, since last year, since last year. <laughs> yeah. Andy, please. Wait. Game. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Before we move on to the, the games of the week and the turn of the weeks, I feel like you need to give some more love to what happened in the Big Twelve. Okay. Well, there, there's a, there's a big. Well, we'll, we'll get to that. It one was Pac-12 after dark. We'll okay. Was one. there another one? Yeah, we had Iowa State melting down versus the Raging Cajuns. Oh, Houston. No. Which one was Houston Baptist? Iowa State. University of Louisiana Lafayette, I think. Yeah, Lafayette. It's the Raging Cajuns. Okay. Okay. We'll just call Louisiana now, I guess. Uh, <coughs> I believe so. Where uh, the Raging Cajuns uh, beat them 31 to 14 at Iowa State. Uh, it was a Iowa State literally looked discombobulated. Purdy, who was supposed to be arguably the second best, or some people were saying first best before Rattler came out and balled out, uh, mm-hmm. quarterback in in the league looked like trash. I think he threw for like 40-some percent, under 150 yards, one interception. Iowa State looked bad. Uh, Indeed. And then we also had Texas Tech, my you know, my Big 12 school. I, of course, watched yes, all this game. Sure. Uh, yes. Play Houston Baptist and only won by two points. Uh, have you know, Houston Baptist, I believe, has only been a football school or had a football team for seven years. There's also a CVS inside, like, <laughs> At their stadium, <laughs> connected to their stadium. Yeah, uh, you can Google okay. that. Google Maps that to confirm it is uh, right on the is. There's a chain link fence that separates their football stadium from a CVS. Uh, a a so. chain link fence. Cool. So that was the uh, the Great Big Twelve uh, week. 
Oh, uh, Kansas, Kansas State also lost to Arkansas State. That did happen. Yes. I forgot about that. So uh, Kansas Indeed. State is now actually our Kansas State. Oh, man, that was bad. Less miles. That's real bad. Chanticleers. I, I didn't watch any of that game, so who knows? Mm-hmm. Okay. Let's talk about our game of the week. It wasn't very exciting, but it, you know what? We're, we're taking what we're getting. <laughs> uh, Clemson opened as a 31-point favorite, closed at 32 and a half. Uh, they did not cover, so Tom was correct. Uh, I'm always correct. Course. You did it. He is always correct. Because you know what happens, right. I, I watched enough Clemson football to know that as soon as Dabo's up by like 30, he puts in the guys from the bleachers and just lets the, let's see what let's see what happens for the rest of the game. Which happened, hey, I think, you gotta, like 10 minutes left in the third quarter. Yeah. Oh, no, I know. He does it to build depth, which is fine, but it's not doesn't make for good uh, betting on lines. So. Well, and this year you have another extenuating circumstances. You don't know how many people are going to have Rona next week or the week after That's because you true. guys are playing Citadel this week and they probably haven't tested their guys ever. So, yeah. Um, all right. So, uh, do you do you have anything to say about the game with Wake Forest? Um. So, uh, Trevor Lawrence looked almost perfect. I think he was like twenty of twenty five for three hundred fifty yards or something silly, and he had two rushing touchdowns. Uh, question though. The only thing that matters. Yes. How did his hair? Okay. How did his hair look? Hard to tell in a helmet, but it looked good after when he was on the sideline watching the other guys play. Okay. Um, okay. Concerns at wide receiver. None of them really looked like they were stepping up and being dominant, especially on the boundary. Real quick, real quick. We need to have a recurring segment, I think. So we need to come up with a quick catchphrase for hair update. Is it? Is it a? Is it a hair date or no. hair update? We'll workshop can we, it. Can we just not do that? Can we workshop? Okay. We'll workshop it. <laughs> okay. All right. So anyway, the Clemson won 37-13. Yeah. But mm-hmm. yeah. was there any drama in the game for you? No drama. I mean, like I said, uh, none of the wide receivers were looking dominant, which, you know, you'd like to see somebody uh, step up and take the place of, you know, T. Higgins or Mike Williams before him. I was about to say, I think I saw T. Higgins play this week in the NFL, right? Did he look good? I don't know. I don't I, – I remember – Hearing his name, so yeah. he was on the field. I don't remember if he actually did anything. There was a kid that last night that played, uh, white kid. I can't remember what his name was, but he just got some. I don't actually. I don't know when he came out of Clemson, but they said he was an undrafted free agent that, sh- that just got a thirty-six million dollar contract. So that seems pretty good. That does T. Higgins seem good. was played in the Bengals game for the Bengals. Okay. I don't. T. Higgins know what he, in the Bengals game? He didn't do anything. No. He. Quote played. He I was guess, right? he was there, but he had no stats. Fair enough. It's also it's also the Bengals, so right. Um, so yeah, so like you know, T. Higgins uh, went to the NFL. Justin Ross had the the neck injury; he's out for the whole year. Um, or not neck injury, but they found, about that. they found the thing in his neck, or and they were like, you know, if you don't get this, wait, get was that the this, David never play again, or you'll never walk again? What? Did they have to like fuse vertebrae back together like Pollock or what was it? I don't know. I'd have to go look. Um, oh. But they said you know he might never play again. So um, is what he's out. still playing for the Raiders? The little white oh, dude. Uh, <coughs> Renfro. Renfro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's still he's still he was making catches. I saw I mean, him make a joke recently about seeing if he could. Uh, oh, it was when they said something about giving another year of eligibility. Yeah, and he yeah. Was, he like tweeted the NCAA and asking if he could get another one, and you know, did the laughing emoji. Ha ha. 
<laughs> with the tears or no? This is important. With the tears, okay, yeah. Thank you. Very important. Yep. So, um, um, aside from else? that, yeah. uh, Brian Brzee, the number one overall recruit in the yeah, he looked good. Twenty twenty class. He, I think he had a sack on like the third play of the game. Yeah, the the first quarter I watched, he looked good. But uh, uh, yeah, I heard, even I heard better than him, that. Miles Murphy. I don't know if you remember him from Georgia. Uh, Andy, <laughs> who went to Clemson. <laughs> true freshman. True freshman in his first game. Seven tackles, mm-hmm. three tackles for loss, two sacks. Defensive cool. end. So cool. Uh, two true freshmen already dominating on the defensive line is uh, pretty awesome. I'm not sure where he would play if he's a defensive end because you guys play a four three, right? Yes, I mean he'd probably be outside linebacker for you guys. Possibly, but the problem I, I can't remember what his size is, but they went pretty long and uh, <laughs> yeah, uh-huh. skinny guys. Yeah, uh huh. <laughs> <laughs> so, anything else on that game? No, I mean it went to garbage time pretty early, so. Got a lot. Got to see a lot of uh, young guys uh, make a lot of mistakes, but that's okay. Um, so who's the uh, second string guy behind uh, Sunshine? Uh, so DJ Uyunglele, uh was the second guy out there. So I guess he already has a second. How, how long did you practice that? Uh, it's not. It's funny thing is I have never practiced it, but I keep hearing on like TV and radio and whatever people going over it and talking about how they had to practice it. So like it's been like, you know. It's in my it's been in my head for like weeks, but that was so the first time he, I actually said um, it, and I did all right, I think. Has he gotten any questions from Clemson fans on how he's doing, like learning English, English since it's not his primary language, <laughs> like Tua did? He is not actually. Okay. So cool. People from South Carolina I, I are just see... a little bit smarter than people from Alabama, probably by not by a lot though. But, <laughs> I was about to yeah. say that's probably negligible, but yeah. you know, probably a little bit. Just a little um, bit. I did see that he said, uh, if you want to feel old, that he became a fan when he was uh, of Clemson when he oh. was in middle school and saw Deshaun Watson playing. No, it was yeah. uh, not Deshaun, Deshaun Watson, Watson. It was Taj Boyd. Taj Boyd. And I was like, yeah. oh, Ooh. no. <laughs> Ooh. Okay, never mind. <laughs> Different Clemson quarterback. <laughs> All right. Whew. Yeah, so if you want to feel old, there you go. Um, as if you don't probably already feel old every week when you, when you watch uh, – college football or anything so um anything on this before we move on to the turd of the week nope that's it cool turd of the week georgia tech was at florida state and god this was turdy um i feel like i nailed it in hindsight here i feel like for so, different reasons it was turdy though yeah well it was exciting i mean well <laughs> well the one uh, turdy part of it is they got like a two-hour delay yeah uh so anyway florida state was uh 11 Favored by 11 at open, 12 and a half uh, when we recorded, and they lost to Georgia Tech 16 to 13. And this game was just a disaster from the beginning when it was delayed in the, I think, in the warm ups, right? From uh, yeah. lightning in the area. And then they started a little bit and it got delayed again after Florida yeah. State's first touchdown. How many times did it get delayed? Was it just one? Twi- after yeah, it was twice total for like four hours or something. Mm-hmm. Same time there was lightning and whatever radius it is. By I think it's like a mile. Yeah. I thought it might have been further than that, but okay. Um, whatever. R- regardless, whatever the radius is, uh, from the last lightning strike, they have to wait 30 minutes. So the, <laughs> the clock just kept on getting reset, it seemed like. Um, the game did eventually happen. 
and uh, while I'm, I, I need to look this up, but uh, James Blackman, um, in what seems like his fifth year in the system, uh, he's a, he's a he's still a alive somehow. He's played four years, but I <sighs> think he got a medical red shirt one year. Probably from getting broken in half because that uh, that offensive line couldn't protect him at all. I mean, at this point, he's been in college four years. He is not any better than the first time I watched him play. I don't yeah. understand how the offensive line can be so bad for so long, right? You think at some point, like I get it, you maybe you, maybe during Jimbo's last couple of years they skipped um, recruiting recruiting offensive linemen and. Um, they didn't have enough or some guys left or whatever. But you think that over time, like this has been a problem for more than four years. And I don't understand how at some point, like when, um, uh, who's the guy that was before uh, this coach? Willie Tagger. Yeah. Willie. Well, Willie Tagger was only there for like, what, two years? So I guess those are, I don't know. Um, but you'd think that you'd have some three-star guys that have been in the program for like four years that can be somewhat productive at a Division One level now. But it just doesn't seem that way. I don't. I don't know where where the problem is. But how can you go so long with it being so bad? Well, I don't understand how James Blackman has been in a uh, college program for now his fourth year. He is still 190 pounds at six foot five. Some people just don't gain weight, man. He's I don't literally know. a rail. I know. Some people just don't gain weight. But I. <laughs> You would think that they would have. They have. To, I look at teams like that. I'm like, how have you not found a better quarterback in is four he years? Bad? I don't think he's bad. He's just. He's small. not. It's so hard to tell when you don't I mean, have when, time. And to the throw. line's that bad. But I mean, every time I watch him play, he just doesn't look good. So he's he, probably like spooked the whole time because he thinks at any second he's going to get wrecked. They did bring yeah. in. A, they did bring in another quarterback for like running packages who actually looked pretty good. Yeah. He probably hasn't been ruined yet by that offensive line. <laughs> he, he can he can outrun him, so he's not a concern yet. Well, it's just like you're not you don't live in fear. Like he hasn't had to do it for four years, so he doesn't have like he just doesn't constantly live in fear now. God, this is an ugly game. Let, let me read. Let, see if I can do a dramatic reading of this uh, of the like scoring drives or whatever. We got interception. Touchdown, punt, field goal, missed field goal, punt, interception, interception, missed field goal, punt, punt, turnover on downs, punt, touchdown, field goal, touchdown, fumble, field goal, fumble, punt, turnover on downs, and end of game. So that's just an ugly game. Um, He ended up with uh, 23 of 43 uh, for 198 yards. His QBR was 21.7. And Sounds just good. as comparison, the uh, Georgia Tech quarterback uh, more than tripled that at uh, 74.6 QBR. So when you're getting doubled up by the, uh, the Georgia Tech quarterback, it's not great. How bad is your offensive line coaching if the team you're playing is two years removed from switching from the triple option and has better pass pro than you? They were called for at least two illegal blocks below yeah, the waist they were. on, uh, <laughs> you on Saturday. So you I guess uh, you can't untrain everything. Yeah. So the, the chop blocks, uh, chop block you. You uh, can take the something. triple option out of Georgia, but Georgia can't something, something, something. <laughs> Lost it's Georgia it. Tech, by the way. It's there in the go. state of Georgia. Good enough. Barely. I mean, it's got I mean, like barely. This little it's only in the middle of the in capital Atlanta. of the fucking state. 
I'm talking about Mindshare, Andrew. They're living in your mind rent-free right now, Andy. I don't give a shit about them. Anyway, (laughs) so so, (laughs) Florida State should be embarrassed that they lost to Georgia Tech 16-13. And that makes it our rightful turn of the week. And I'm so happy that uh, we nailed that last week. Proud of you. Yes. Uh, we didn't have Pac-12 after dark, but we had the closest thing that we could get, which was Big 12 after dark. We had Kansas mm-hmm. football. We had Sunbelt after dark. Fun belt. Uh, actually, that's a... Uh, I'm not sure who coined the... It's probably one of those uh, podcasts ain't played nobody uh, memes about fun belt. Anyway. I don't know what Coastal other podcasts Carolina. would talk about college football. Yeah. Yeah, none of them, because we're is, the last remaining the last college room. football part. Thank you. Yep, you're welcome. We actually just invented it right now. We we just coined that right now. Um, we've got a fancy Southern lawyer that will uh, take care of our trademarking that also. <laughs> Coastal Carolina was playing Arkansas. Or Arkansas. Coastal Carolina was playing Kansas, who was favored by seven points, and they lost, in fact, 38-23. to 23, And that score is not even as close as it I, indicates. Was, it was 28-3 to three at one point, I believe. Yes, because it was the most dangerous lead in sports. You're right. You're right. I remember that much because I was like, oh, boy, you better watch out now. I've seen this before. <laughs> yep. <laughs> exactly. So, yeah, um, the change of clears. Uh, we found out last week what a change clear was, and they made sure that we knew who they were by the end of the college football weekend. Um, man, when you were getting... Not just beaten, like it. It looked like they were moving at ease, at will. Whatever they wanted to do, they did. Yes, it looked like Alabama playing. Let's pick some lower level FBS program. Notre Dame. Oh, Kansas. Kansas. <laughs> Notre Dame. <laughs> Notre Dame. Okay. It looked like like Coastal Carolina looks like the men versus the boys of Kansas. Like like they were bigger and they were dominating them. And Kansas only came back as much as they did because I think Coastal Carolina, I don't know if they were putting it in their reserves or not yet, but they were, they certainly took their foot off the gas to some extent. Uh, and Kansas kind of made a game of it. Um, but man, Les Miles, uh, things are not going well there, it seems like. Cool. I was hoping we get some uh, some Les Miles claps, but we uh, there was nothing for him to clap about. It turns out. So, anything on that before we start doing our previews? Besides Les Miles' cheeks, I felt really good about Coastal Carolina winning after um, Andrew Lockhart cold picked. Uh, Hell yeah! We'll get to that later. That's the Lockhart yeah. cold pick sound. Oh, I thought that was air guns. I okay. thought, yeah, I thought you were doing the finger guns for Texas Tech. Yeah. <laughs> Right. I did that all day as a big Texas Tech fan. <laughs> <laughs> but it goes like right, this. So. Pew, 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 pew. Pew, pew, pew. The other one sounds right. better. Let's talk about the... Uh, we're we're going to go and do a preview for the SEC East. I'm not sure if we're going to do a podcast next week. That's uh, probably not because I'm going to be uh, out of town here for a few days, and I'm not sure if we're going to have the motivation to do it uh, in the middle of next week. So I will. <laughs> uh, SEC East, we are starting out there, um, and then we'll get to the SEC West shortly afterwards. We're starting in the worst order here. So Vanderbilt, we're going to get you out of the way first. Uh, they're projected 110 in SP+. Way to go, Vandy. Yeah, look at you. 3-9 and nine in 2019, 
and there's only 10 SEC games this year and no out-of-conference games. Discussion. Will Vandy actually get a win this year? Who uh, uh, who do they have in the West? They got super fucked, didn't they? It's like Alabama and LSU. <laughs> all the bad teams got super fucked in the, in the SEC. That's what you have to remember this year. Um, so... It doesn't matter. There, there's no one over in the West that they would lose to. They could beat Arkansas. You mean that they would beat? I think they could beat Arkansas. So in the West, they drew Texas A&M. That's a loss. Oh. They yeah. drew LSU. That's a loss. Yeah. Uh, Mississippi State. That's probably well, still a loss, yeah. but maybe. Um. Oh, Ole Miss. The Lane Train. You know, so both Mississippi it's schools. not terrible. They could maybe get one that of those. LSU and Texas A&M thing is two top ten teams. But yes. Okay. Well, Texas A&M's always fake top ten. Anyway. anyway well, they yeah uh, they, they they hit the November uh, top of that um, the roller coaster. Yeah, you're you're right. And then they plummet. So, out of Ole Miss, Mississippi State, Missouri, South Carolina, Kentucky, you don't think they can sneak one win out of that? Yeah, I don't know. Kentucky's 22nd SP plus. Something's wrong. That does not sound right. Well, this is one of those. This is very much one of those. Um, is it Mark Stoops? <coughs> this is this is it Mike? To be Mike fair, there's Mark? a there's uh, we don't have Rutgers or uh, those types of teams to consider currently in the S and P plus. No, 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 so no everyone's no, getting yes, a boost. You, yes, you are. I thought. I thought we the, are. This is including them in the overall rankings. Because oh, yes. otherwise, how could Vandy be one ten if you don't have those schools in there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So this is the these rankings are including everyone. All but right. When we talk about the top ten, we're only including active ones. Anyway, if that makes sense. Vandy only has to beat one of those five uh, not great teams uh, mm-hmm. to stay. Um, so, wh- to which stay one's the win. highest possibility you think for some discussion here? Missouri. I would say maybe. It's tough because right because also with COVID, if a team has like half their players out one week, all right, well, good, that probably helps. You know, I, mm-hmm. I don't know. Um, I think they can. Wh- get what was their West Division? Was it? It was A and M, LSU, and the Mississippi schools, yeah. which are ranked twenty five and thirty five in SP plus. I mean, their best chance is probably um, Missouri. Like I really have a hard time taking this SP plus seriously when Arkansas is forty seventh. To be fair, the SP plus always has. I think I think it's the first three or four weeks. It's fairly volatile, um, and then it um, like it's going to move around quite a bit. Arkansas was two and ten last year, and they're forty seventh. That is top half of the SP plus. Hey man. I'm just age, like how age can you look at that and be like, yeah, this seems like it's like a good uh, ranking system. It's fine. I mean, it's pretty good. It's I mean, it, it's, it's just rankings. Yeah, <laughs> uh, man. Anyway, don't fight science. It's statistics. So, you can make them say anything you want to argue. Okay, so all I'm saying is, I mean, they're not playing Arkansas, so it's whatever. Uh, mm-hmm. But I mean, Ole Miss was four and eight last year. Mississippi mm-hmm. State was six and seven. I think mm-hmm. you can, you know, for, South Carolina was four and eight last year. I know you are on the uh, Bobo uh, train, and you think they're going to be uh, significantly better this year, but that is not not the uh, case. 
Not not necessarily. No, we we haven't gotten there yet. Okay. okay. Anyway, well, that's uh, a long time on Vanderbilt. Final answer: Vandy will get a win. It is. Okay, so uh, we're we're gonna move here a little bit quicker here, but um, so Derek Mason took them to a six-one season um, in twenty eighteen, and there were three wins last year. So I don't see more than definitely not more than three wins this year, unless they somehow get three wins and then the season just ends because of COVID or whatever. Um, then they can claim a national championship. Yeah. Undefeated three and oh, Alabama would, Your do, national Alabama would do it. So it's whatever. Hell yeah, they would. All right, let's move on. Uh, Missouri, they're projected 44 and SP plus they went six and six last year, but they have a new coach. Um, Gary Drinkwitz. No, he's no longer there. It's, Drinkwitz, Elijah Drinkwitz. I actually had to look up his name to make sure it wasn't misspelled as Elijah, but it is indeed not. So he took over last year for Scott Satterfield at App State. Um, before that, he was the OC at Boise State and NC State. Um, so they also got screwed by um, the schedulers in Birmingham, I believe. So they got uh, Alabama and LSU as their two additional SEC West games. And, yeah, so we shall see if they get to... Five and five? Five and five, yeah. But I think you'd still probably have to hit... Well, I mean, normally it's six wins gets you bowl eligibility, but this year I have a feeling they're not going to have enough teams to fill all the bowls. So <laughs> Everyone goes to a bowl wins. this year. If, if, you, Everyone. if you have enough to field a team that doesn't have corona, you make a bowl. Yeah. <laughs> you can go to a bowl. You can be in, uh, shit, they could probably just, uh, head on down to, uh, head on down to Legion Field in, uh, in Birmingham. Or, yeah, Shreveport works. Sure. Um, South Carolina is projected 36 in SP+. They went 4-8 and last year. They got a new offensive coordinator, Mike Bobo. Um, I guess fired from, uh, Colorado State last year. Did they, or did they? Probably. I don't know what they did. Oh, I guess. I don't know if he stepped down or got fired. I don't know. He's no longer there, whatever it is. Um, they're probably going to be pretty good on on defense, and they're probably going to be slow, boring on offense because that's Will Muschamp's way. And I'm not entirely sure that's not Mike Bobo's way, too, uh, to be clear. Uh, they're probably going to – I feel like he's probably going to help whoever their quarterback is there. I have no idea who it is these days. He's probably going to help him improve because he's a former quarterback, and he's actually a pretty good quarterback's coach. But They have um... – Halinski, because you remember his oh, brother yeah, yeah, was the yeah, one yeah. that committed suicide, right. and then him and his whole family moved to South Carolina. But uh, they also, Bobo's quarterback at Colorado State uh, mm-hmm. transferred to South Carolina. Um, Interesting. And I guess he got a waiver to play right away, and I, from what I'm hearing is he's the front runner. <laughs> so he's uh, Interesting. ahead of Halinski. Um well, well, I guess Bobo knows him if he worked with him before at Colorado State. Um, I don't know. We'll see. I, I think They're probably going to be pretty bad this year. They, um, you can't. I don't think you can run his offense if you don't out talent everyone you're playing. He doesn't run the style of offense where you can get by I with mean, lesser athletes. I can't say that I watched anything that they did at Colorado State, but based on what I've seen Mike Bobo do before, is very much a pro-style offense. So, yeah, you're going to have to have better athletes than everyone, and he's not going to have better athletes than everyone at South Carolina. So we shall see. They seem like uh, probably, uh, mm, probably third to fifth 
team in the SEC East, mm, somewhere in that range. Maybe closer I to fifth. Uh, yeah, I think they're probably gonna be, yeah, yeah, because you got Kentucky. Ten, yeah, all these teams are probably gonna finish ahead of them that we haven't talked about yet. So oh. Kentucky projected twenty-two in SP plus. They went eight and five last year. Terry Wilson was out last year. They had Lynn Bowden Jr. play Wildcat quarterback full time, and he basically just ran the whole time. Um, Terry Wilson's back this year, and Lynn Bowden Jr. is no longer there. Auburn transfer Joey Gatewood is in the mix. Is he? A, was he actually a quarterback, or is he like a defensive back that became a quarterback? <clears throat> this is in Texas. I think he was. This what? is Auburn. Auburn loves taking defensive backs and making them quarterbacks. What do you mean? I mean, oh, Texas likes the, the opposite. Defined quarterback, I guess, at Auburn. Uh, That's what the I guy mean. who sticks his hand well, under the center's butt. You said Auburn transfer Joey Gatewood is in the mix. I, w- I assume at I quarterback, mean, based on where you you put it. Yes. So I'm at, asking, at was he Kentucky's an actual? In, I, I'm asking yeah, yeah. you, was he? What was he at Auburn? I'm assuming a quarterback. Was was he at? Was, did he come into? I don't think Auburn he ever played like a, there, an athlete, yeah. And then they made him a quarterback. That's what I was asking. I don't know how he came in from high school, but I know that at, at Auburn he would have been a quarterback, but I don't think that he played last year. If he did, it was very sparingly. I don't remember the name because Bo Nix took over there, and we'll talk about him later. I loved him for like a week or two. Um, so the offensive line returns four starters, decent running backs coming back, blah, blah, blah. Uh, Benny Snell's no longer there. He's in the pros. I think he took uh, James Conner's starting spot, if I remember right, from the games last night. Smell, yeah. Wait, Snell, yeah. Snell, yeah. Snell, yeah. Smell, yeah, also. Uh, Tennessee projected 19 in SP+. They went 8-5 and five last year. Uh, they lost to the, well, let, let's just say this. They lost to Georgia State, Oops. BYU, well. Georgia, Florida, and Alabama. So they lost to some a bad team in Georgia State. BYU, I'm not really sure if that's a bad team or they're equal these days. But they lost to Georgia, Florida, and Alabama. And their wins were uh, Chattanooga, UAB, Kentucky, Missouri. So they weren't they weren't really beating teams that were better than them. They were just beating teams that later in the year that they were better than. Um, so yeah, 8-5. and five, um, They didn't really have any good wins in my eyes. Uh, Jared Guarantano is back for whatever his 10th year. Um, Cade Mays transferred from Georgia to Tennessee for, I wrote down here, reasons. Yep. Um, he probably not going to be eligible to play this year. Yeah, because he's not a quarterback. Um, he's not a quarterback, and there really isn't any uh, any reason in the NCAA's eyes to transfer that would qualify you. Um, right, but what I'm saying is so, you don't have to have a reason if you're a quarterback. Yeah, if you're a quarterback, they really don't care. Um, you're just immediately eligible. Yes. So um, they follow an appeal, and I, from what I understand, I don't I don't ever remember an appeal working, so we'll see. Uh, Florida is projected five in SP plus, which is very surprising to me. Um, Kyle Trask threw 25 touchdowns last year, seven interceptions. Uh, top two receivers, Van Jefferson and Freddie Swain are gone. Um, they were 107 in the country in rushing success rate in 2019. Um, if they're actually going to be five at the end of the year, uh, they're going to have to be way better in rushing success rate. Um, and Grantham's defense is going to have to be less uh, shit against us and other teams that they're playing if they want to win the East. I that I I don't see what everybody's saying picking Florida to win the East, but maybe they were either not watching, which is what I suspect uh, last year, and they haven't seen that they really haven't improved this year, 
or uh, it's probably a little bit of wishful thinking because it gets boring to predict the same people to win every year. Um, so I kind of get that. Uh-huh. 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 Georgia is projected three in SP plus. They went 12 and two last year. Yeah. So cross division, they got, uh, I forgot to write down the fourth. Uh, I believe it's Mississippi, hold on, Alabama, Auburn, Mississippi State. Uh, Arkansas, probably. I think it was Arkansas. <laughs> I just yeah, assume it's going to be the easiest screwed. team they could possibly give you. That's what I'm going to say. I mean, we got Alabama and Auburn. But anyway, yes. Well, you all, you uh, have to play Alabama and Auburn. Ar- Arkansas got screwed. Um, I believe it was Arkansas. So, uh, got a new offense, offense coordinator, uh, Todd Munkin. Uh, James Coley's no longer there. I forget where he went. I think we... Oh, yeah, it was uh, Texas A&M. Um, <laughs> they stole him from us. Oh, darn. So... Um, Todd Munkin was with the Browns last year. He wasn't calling the plays there. Uh, he was at Tampa Bay before that. He might have been calling the plays there. I don't know if we really know, but he was at uh, Southern Miss before that, head coach in uh, Oklahoma State before that as offense coordinator. Um, he's an air raid guy, but he's obviously been around a lot of systems. But uh, in his time with the media, in his like one time before the bowl game, um, he talked about explosive plays and how they define them quite a bit. So um, There's no way you guys not- are running an air raid. I don't think it's going to be a straight-up air raid, no. There's no way. It's, it's a variation of the more. air raid where they hand the ball like off for three yards under center star, every You guys play. have four or five-star no. running backs in your backfield. There's no way you're going to tell them, look, we're going to run it five times a game, and you guys are going to have to well, figure thing out is, how, to, uh, <laughs> how to be okay with that. The thing is, in his in his seasons, even as Oklahoma State coach, like they still had guys going over 1,000 yards rushing. Like The guy's still going to call – um, like there's still going to be some rushing to be fair. I they also played in the big 12. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's well, sure. But yes. I mean, we're playing the sec East. So I think that but the opportunity, especially against Florida, um, against Florida, you know, third Grantham, I think you're, they're definitely going to have opportunities to, uh, to cash in on explosive plays when he throws the, the blitz anyway. So um, I'll believe, I'll believe an explosive offense when I see it. Kirby's in the same, like, in the same category as, as Muschamp for me, where I don't think he'll ever let his uh, OC just open up the playbook. Okay. Well, we'll see. We will. So, um, a new quarterback um, in Athens for the first time in almost three years um, would have had uh, Jamie Newman was probably going to be the starter. Um, so, there's been a bunch of, like, whatever about Jamie Newman. What It doesn't really matter because the guy never took a snap there. I mean, best wishes to him. He decided to go pro after transferring there. Uh whatever it doesn't sound like he had necessarily like 100 percent taken the job but it was kind of his job to lose regardless so with him out uh everybody was assuming it was gonna be jt daniels transfer from uh usc but he technically hasn't been medically cleared yet from coming back from acl but he's still practicing he's probably gonna be cleared but it sounds like this kid dewan mathis is probably like he might be the guy right now um who was a um, kind of a late flip from um, Ohio State when Justin Fields said that he was uh, going there. Uh-huh. Dewan Mathis uh-huh. flipped from Ohio State to Georgia. Also, this kid Carson Beck might also be a possibility. We'll see. Um, if anything, it could be JT Daniels, and then Dewan Mathis kind of takes takes over later. So let us talk about um, moving on. Uh, defense is going to be great. We'll see how the offense is and. Um, and so anyway, so 
Mathis is getting the most hype. Uh, defense is going to be elite. Offense is going to be uh, – we'll see how that goes. So, SEC West, uh, moving on to that, we got Arkansas is projected 47 in SP+. Plus. Do, okay, never mind. SEC is probably not recording next week. I was going to say we do the West next week, but – We're not going to have yeah. recording. Andy's not going to be here. Uh, Although it would not. be nice we'll to, to split this up. And we'll get it up. We'll get it over <sighs> with. I mean <laughs> – Arkansas. Well, we can go faster because most of these, who cares? They're, we know who's going to win the West. Um, Arkansas was projected 47 in SP+. They went 2-10 and 10 last year. They uh, crossed division. They drew Georgia, Florida, Tennessee, and Missouri. Um, First-year coach Sam uh, Pittman, former offensive line coach at UGA. Um, they could be decent but because, like, based on that projection, but that schedule is brutal. Um, it seems like they're going to. It's going to be hard for them to win more than a couple games, if that. Ole Miss is projected 25 in SP+, so that's interesting. They went 4-8 last year. Uh, cross division, they got Florida, Kentucky, Vandy, and South Carolina. Uh, first year, Lane Train. John, well, I think we'll it goes. Uh, I forgot he was there. John, is it Reese or Rice Plumley? Uh, he went. He rushed really well. Um, under a different coach, who I think is our offensive line coach right now, if I remember right. Um, we're going to see if he's used in the same way by Kiffin or if Kiffin tries to make him pass more. We'll see. Or maybe he brings him in as a change of pace quarterback. Time will tell on that. Uh, Mississippi State, they're projected 35 in SP+. They went 6-7 and seven last year. Cross division, they got Kentucky, Vandy, Missouri, and Georgia. Uh, first year, the Pirate, Man. Mike Leach, being what, in Starkville. What a state Mississippi's currently in. Their head coaching <laughs> conundrums. Lane Kiffin and Mike Leach in the same state. Well, wow. first, yeah, that first bowl or egg bowl is gonna be awesome. Two oh men God. could not be completely different, but the same at the exact same time. <laughs> <They're dead too. laughs> that is true. Uh, Texas A&M is projected eight in SP plus. They went eight and five last year. Um, cross division, they've got Vandy, Florida, South Carolina, and Tennessee. Uh, leading receiver Jamon Osborne said a few days ago he was going to start training for the NFL draft, so pulled himself out. I guess Kalamond is back for what seems like his tenth season. Uh-huh. Anybody got anything on him? I have no idea. It seems like he's been there like literally forever. Well, um, this happens when he starts a true freshman. I don't understand how they're eighth in SP plus. You know what? I already went over my SP plus uh, rant. It's fine. I don't know. Stats. Stats and shit. It'll catch up. Um, it'll catch up eventually. I wouldn't worry about it much for a few weeks. Um, it'll start to normal normalize some. Uh, there's a stats term for you. So Auburn projected seven in SP+. Plus. They went nine and four last year. Cross division, they've got Georgia, Kentucky, South Carolina, and Tennessee. So manageable on the cross division. You'll notice that. On all the good teams, uh, their cross division is pretty manageable. <laughs> Imagine um, that. Weird. Yeah, 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 yeah. The offense coordinator is still Chad Morris. Was this supposed uh, to be random? Wait, what do you mean still? Was he the offensive coordinator last year? Apparently. No. I, I looked it new. up today. No. He was, wasn't he the head coach of Arkansas last year? He got fired? Sure. I don't know. I think Maybe. so. Pretty yeah, sure. Might, I don't know. Regardless, do we do we think that Chad Morris is really calling the, the shots? Or is it they should Gus let Muslin? him. He's a good offensive coordinator, I think, when he's not trying to get cute. But the thing is that Gus Malzahn can't keep his hands off oh, it. Oh, I know. Yeah. Much like me and Andrew can't keep his hands off it. Uh, um, 
second year of uh, Bo Nix as quarterback. His true freshman last year. Everybody loved him, but uh, I don't know why. He went 57.6% uh, completion percentage with a 125 rank, ranking. Rating? Uh, says rating. What rating? does that even mean? Rating? Out of what? I don't know. Okay. I don't know, but I just remember looking this up, and uh, people like Tua and Sunshine were like in the 200s, so oh. 125 isn't great. Okay. Uh, it's around middle of FBS. He ran for about 300 lard- yards last year. Lards. Lards. Uh, in 2019. Lards. Um, Alabama projected one in SP+. 11-2 and two last year. Cross division, they got uh, Georgia, Missouri, Tennessee, and Kentucky. So huh. very manageable wow. for that. Manageable again. <laughs> Imagine. Weird. Weird. Crazy. Um, Mac Jones. Uh, Mac Jones. Show it. Uh, quarterback two is gone. Uh, Bryce Young is the the hot new thing coming in. Lots of hype. Six foot, 190 pounds. So not a big guy. But uh, Tua wasn't really either, and was able to put up great stats there. Obviously, he was a. I believe, a, I don't know if you count as a flip, but at one point I believe he was possibly committed to USC or maybe they were after him, but regardless, he signed with Alabama. Um, signed. They lost Jerry Jewy, Judy and uh, Ruggs to the NFL. They still got Devontae Smith and Jalen Waddell along with whatever other five-star wide receivers they got. So they got plenty of talent. Shocking, I know. I know, uh, yeah. Yep, yep. Uh, Najee Harris is still back at running back. Uh, Brian Robinson Jr., apparently. Uh, Jace McClellan and Trey Sanders. So, it, regardless, you got to know this. They're going to have pretty good running quarterbacks, right? At Alabama these days, they got uh, fast uh, wide receivers, right? Yeah. And they're going to have good running backs. Uh-huh. And they're Sounds like Pretty Alabama. solid defense. Sounds like Alabama. And there's your, uh, your Crimson Corner. There's Mike's Crimson <laughs> Corner. He's not here. Um, so you would expect them probably to be, uh, to, to win the West, uh, LSU has lost a lot. They were projected nine in SP plus. They went 15 and 0 last year. Cross division though. Very manageable. They got Vandy, Missouri, Florida, and South Carolina. Huh. <laughs> yep. No more, uh, Joe Burrow. Wait, he's now with the Bengals. Did they pick all these cross divisions randomly? Supposedly. I mean, they, they will tell you. Yes. They will supposedly. tell you it was random. Okay. Yeah. It was totally supposedly random. Uh, to be fair, our two, uh, Alabama and Auburn were already decided. It was only the two additional ones. So our two additional ones uh-huh. were, Random. uh, were a little easier, Arkansas and Mississippi state. So there you go. Uh, judge from that. However you will. Um, LSU is going to have a regression this year. They, they lost like half that team. It seemed like and the guys was, that came uh, back starting. decided to opt out. So <laughs> exactly. LSU is going to, uh, Man, they they might be. Uh, well, I don't know who's who's second. It's it's A and M or LSU. I but well, no, I Auburn, guess Auburn's yeah. up there. Yeah, it might be a battle for second or third in the SEC West, but uh, we'll see. Anything else on the SEC before we move on God, no, to please. the preview of this no. week? All right, cool. <laughs> please, no more. <laughs> I've had enough. Please, no. All right, well, you'll be happy to know there is nothing on Thursday of this week. That does not make me happy. Somehow this uh, week's schedule is worse than last week's. <laughs> it is actually worse than this last week. This is definitely chicken shit Saturday. It is, and that's what I call it. I, I call it the ACC's chicken shit Saturday. So we'll Not get there. ACC's fault. They wanted to play the SEC, and the SEC were chicken shit. That's the problem. Well, I think it was the... Maybe you yeah, guys could get some of those manageable matchups. <laughs> I think it was the... Anyway, it was the... 
coronavirus and keeping things uh, consistent uh-huh. in the uh-huh. conference. Blah, oh blah, 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 blah. Consistent, you say? Like an eight-game schedule? Shit. It's a ten-game schedule, you dipshit. All right, Saturday. All right, actually, no. Let's talk about Friday because this is pretty chicken shit, but whatever. Uh <laughs> Coastal Carolina has somehow uh, gotten their way into national TV playing Campbell. Uh, there's no line for this game because Campbell is an FCS program. Uh, that's at 7:30 on ESPN. Is this, ESPN the, is this on like Friday. the all mascot game? Like, I mean, the Campbell was it Fighting Camels versus the Coastal Carolina Chanticleers? The Chanticleers. I mean, that's so great, great mascot matchup. God, this is gonna. I don't know what this game is. I hope the Chanticleers are on every single week from now on. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that Coastal Carolina's coach has a lifted truck and uh, tactical sunglasses on during during games. I sure hope so. He looked like it. That's where I came up with that. Um, you know, Coastal Carolina's in the uh, Dirty Myrtle, right? Yeah. Is it? So pretty that sure it's in that area. So that should tell you everything you need to know about Coastal Carolina. <laughs> yeah. Um, he definitely wears a wife beater everywhere. <laughs> oh, for sure. If he wears anything, uh, well, shirt wise anyway. Hey, Ooh. All right. Saturday. Houston is at, uh, Baylor. Uh, actually none of these lines moved. Maybe they, I, I don't know what day lines come out with Vegas. We're recording this on a Tuesday. I'm not sure what day it'll lines be. Lines come out Probably on Mondays. Today. All right. So nothing, no movement yet on any of these. So we'll just read the, the numbers. So Baylor favored by four and a half and that's at noon. Uh, big nude Saturday on Fox. Yeah. So big nude Saturday. And I think that that was just announced this week and Fox picked it up because they're like, what well, else do they have going yeah, on? Yeah, We can only watch so many slap chop infomercials. That's right. <laughs> that's right. Boston college is that Duke, uh, his favorite Duke is favored by six. And that's at noon on FSN. Cool, 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 cool. Uh, Syracuse is at Pittsburgh. It's favored by 21 and a half Seems at like noon on ACC Network. a really large line. I don't know. I know Syracuse looked bad. Man, 21 and a half to Pittsburgh is a lot of points. Uh, Anybody you forgot, taking though, Pittsburgh that, that Pittsburgh cured coronavirus. That's ah. true. They did. And the question is, has Pittsburgh Pittsburgh charged up completely, or are they still charging? They had a That's couple the thing. Weeks they need to, to lose ahead. to someone stupid to keep charging. So you should probably yeah. expect Syracuse oh. to win. This could be the week, uh, man. Can you imagine Syracuse if they lost? Isn't stupid enough. <sighs> All right. I don't know who is stupid. Anyway, we could look at Pitt's schedule, but that would require research. So let's move on to the next game: South Florida at Notre Dame, who's favored by twenty-five. And this is on the USA Network. Wait, what? So, well, <laughs> it's at two thirty on USA. What's on NBC? I don't know. Uh, maybe hockey. <laughs> Probably horse racing. Maybe golf. Or something. Golf, horse racing, hockey. It's gotta be a bummer for all like of them. NBC. Why would hockey? They gotta pay. They still gotta pay Notre Dame their there's, contract, and then they stick them on. There's USA. no way that there's no way that hockey would ever preempt college football. Yeah, They're not drawing the ratings. Stanley Cup finals. I mean, I they would over that is. game. That's getting on USA. No, no. They first of all, why is the Stanley Cup finals on at two thirty in the afternoon? Why wouldn't it be on at well, night? Play weird ass times in those things. Talk. No, they don't. They play at night. You put that it's stuff hockey. on prime time. Actually, it might be the. Wow. I don't know. Who knows. It's probably horse racing or hockey. Oh, uh, well. Is did horse like racing get moved Belmont back? Stakes or I know, something? Like, yeah. Wasn't like Kentucky Derby like a week ago or something? Yeah. Yeah, but there's usually a triple crown thing. Right, there's the Preakness the and then there's the Belmont. But is Yeah, Belmont something. Belmont's the last one. Did they already do the Preakness? I, I don't know. Who knows? Who knows? Uh, Stuff's happening on NBC apparently. Maybe it's just infomercials and they just put Notre Dame on USA. I can't for believe this, that they would do that. It's funny, though. 
Uh, let's move on and talk about App State uh, being favored by four at Marshall at 3.30 on CBS. So I assume that's a Gary Danielson game unless they have the CBS SN crew on this. I'm not sure. I love that you just put, instead of Miami, you put MAME. Uh, that seems about right. It was more um, my, Miami. <laughs> Miami. <laughs> um, Citadel is at Clemson. There's no line for this one because Citadel's the FCS. Uh, that's at uh, four on ACC Network. Yeah. Did you put that in the pickup? Uh, I'd still pick Citadel. <laughs> <laughs> to win straight up. <laughs> straight up win. All right. Uh, Tom, you got anything you want to say on this? or? Um, I mean, I'll watch it. I do not advise anyone else to watch it unless you really want to look at Sunshine, which I get, I, I guess. Um, I want to see his hair. It will probably... <laughs> he will probably... I would be shocked if he played more than like two or three series. It. We will have the backups in probably... What time does it start? Four? At about 4.15, you'll see the backups in, I guess. That's all I got. I don't, I don't know why anyone would watch this. I'm really upset that we have to play this this year. Hey, is that your Lockhart pick? Fucking SEC's fault. The backups will be at 4.15 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. I don't time. do... <laughs> uh, it would be yeah. Eastern Daylight Time, because Standard Time isn't until November, you idiot. Ugh. Listen. Yeah. Daylight Standard Time is... Is it... Is it joke you you don't have to agree with it it's still daylight time uh okay sorry i was looking at our discord i was saying mike's updates uh because <laughs> he's he's out there uh saving the uh the world or whatever yeah yeah wait where where, where is he this week he was Andrew? on the west coast uh fighting some fires helping it's fighting forest fires yeah. we appreciate that mike <laughs> Hey, there are fires. Oh, there's an actual video. That is him. an actual... That's a <laughs> fire sign. A flammable sign, I guess, right? All right. I, I have you muted, Mike. It was, it was too hard for me to, to concentrate. <laughs> I had to do, it, do it via charades, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I got to I gotta focus on the... Um, wait, did we talk about... Okay, we talked about Citadel. All right, let's talk about Wake Forest oh, no. and uh, NC State. Uh, NC State was favored by two and a half, still favored. And n- none of these lines have moved yet. So that's at eight o'clock on the ACC network. Um, this is not your team. We don't actually have your team in here. Uh, Andrew, your ACC team. They play this week? Maybe they don't. Uh, yeah, I'm sure they do. UNC? As a huge UNC fan, I, I right. know that they're who exactly who they're playing. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's uh, Charlotte. It's Charlotte, yeah. as I predicted uh, and knew. Just yeah. As you predicted. yeah, yeah, yeah. Is it in Charlotte? <laughs> Uh, good. I hope not. I hope they're not having to travel to, to no, it's at, it's at North Carolina that, uh, since you're going to be tuning in, Andrew, I'll let you know that you can, that, that you will be tuning in on FSN. Yeah. Great. Perfect. The best network to yeah. watch college athletics. It, the best it, network, actually, like the best teams. It's actually one of these slashes. It's Is FSN it? slash ACC RSN slash ESPN three video <laughs> blackouts slash FS go. Oh, well, so one of those four is, places it'll it will be not on. be blacked out where you live. Uh, uh, how, exactly. how do blackout rules work in the NFL now if they can't? Yeah. Sell what seats? are you going to do? You can't go to the game. <laughs> <laughs> You're not one of the 12,000 fans that went. So blackout. Ask your friends how it went. Right. We didn't sell out our coronavirus allotment. Sorry. <laughs> All right. Let me go back to the uh, to the outline. All right. So that was Wake Forest, Nancy State. All right. Your, your game of the week. There are slim pickings this week. We got Miami at Louisville. That actually is, might be. Well, hold on. Louisville's a favorite. Look at the line look at there. That. that could be a good game. Yeah. I would watch Two and that a half game. for I, Louisville. For I, 
Louisville, um, Louisville. Louisville looked actually decent uh, offensively anyway last week. Um, I was watching their game mm-hmm. on the second screen a little bit um, when Clemson was at commercials. Um, they looked good, uh-huh. I thought. I don't know. Cool. Might be good. Might be a good game to watch. Certainly better yeah. than the snoozer last uh, Saturday night. Indeed. Uh, so Louisville is uh, favored by two and a half. Uh, that's at 7.30 on ABC. So I'm assuming that that is the primetime crew of Herb Street, Fowler, all them. Uh, but we shall, I guess you'll have to tune in and find out. Hey, how bad was that game day on Saturday? It was real bad, right? Uh, yeah, did I watch it? Bad. I can't remember. There was like it. the pick section where they like videoed in CP3 and he's like on a delay and he's got, oh, they're, they're like remember. feeding, they're feeding the sound into Corso's like house and it's just echoing everywhere. It's just a nightmare. Yeah. That sounds awful. And Corso kind of had a moment where he, you know, his brain couldn't tell his mouth what to say properly. It was, it was, it was rough to watch. <laughs> hmm. Uh, okay. So, yeah, there's your game of the week. Uh, let's talk about your turd of the week. We got, um, and I guess this is depending on how you look at it, but, uh, UCF is, uh, apparently getting paid to come into, uh, Georgia Tech there, but, uh, UCF is favored by seven and a half points. Oopsie. That's at 3.30 on ABC. Another upset, so, maybe? We'll see. Uh, I guess the upset in this, in this case would be Georgia Tech that's winning what, at home, right? That's what, that's what I'm saying. Georgia Tech, two upsets, yeah. two weeks in a row upsetting... Uh, another team we'll see yeah do it for the 404 as jeff collins would say i guess yeah yeah sadly um so that's your turn of the week 330 abc we have no pack 12 after dark this week you'll have to turn tune in i guess next week and see what was the uh the craziest uh late night well, game that we got uh, uh semi pack 12 after dark news is one of the usc players has penned a letter to uh governor gavin newsom over trying to let mm-hmm. them play again. Is he the is he in charge of Pac-12 playing? I think he's in charge of not letting any sports play in California. Well, even if he said okay, doesn't their conference have to agree to have sports? Who knows? All right. Who knows? Certainly right. not me. Not me either. All right, so that is all of the um, the previews. Do we have any questions before we move on uh, to stuff? Yeah. So a NC State fan said, "Why is the Sun Belt the greatest conference in the country?" That's it. That's it. You uh, mean the Fun Belt? Uh, yeah, the Fun Belt because the. Uh, why not? I don't know. Why not? Yeah, why not? That's that's the answer. Why not? Take my not? answer. Indeed. Uh, a Texas fan asks us, should the playoff committee delay the college football playoffs to allow the Big Ten slash Pac-12 to finish their seasons, assuming they start in October or November? Nope. No. Absolutely not. I don't think so either. Absolutely not. Why would, why would, why, are, yeah, why does everyone have to change their schedules for the big? That's bullshit. We are morally superior than the rest of you, that's why. Um, I would disagree with that. If you decide to start playing in the fall, does that mean the pack 12 is more morally superior to you? Sure. Okay. Uh, at that point, will you realize how little that matters? That moral superiority? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> I'll realize it then. Uh, an Alabama fan asks us, why are you recording while I'm at work? Also, why is the dink lifestyle so good? I uh, cannot speak to the second question. Uh, answer the first question. Mm-hmm. I also cannot answer that. 
Man, what are you good for, Tom? I don't know, man. I don't. What do you, I, I don't know why we're recording right now. Because you record. No, you're, you're because going places. you two aren't dinks. That's why we had to do it. So yeah, complicated. Andy's I mean, traveling during coronavirus because he doesn't care. He doesn't think it's real, and so yeah. mean, that's he's not a coronavirus true. truther. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He doesn't have a. He doesn't, he doesn't even own a mask. A, he doesn't own a mask. No. I have six of them. I, I don't believe actually. that. He doesn't even own a 5G phone. That sounds like a Trump answer. Oh, I have he the most want masks. Corona. <laughs> well, I got a pack of five, and then I have another one. Uh, so I haven't, I haven't opened them. I show them to people, and they say, where's your mask? I go, right here, buddy. <laughs> everyone knows I have the best mask. I have six you, you masks can ask everyone. right here in my pocket. Leave me alone. Yep. You can ask anyone. Everyone says I have the best and the biggest masks. Uh, and to answer the second question, why is the uh, Dink lifestyle the best? Uh, is because you can do whatever you want when you want, and you don't have to spend your money on stupid kids. But you just have to spend your money on stupid Andrew. Well, or your yeah. stupid wife. No, she has her own yeah. money. Okay. Ah, that's the <laughs> dual income part yeah, of the that's, Dink. Yeah, but then that's you have to D. do stuff that she wants to do, like watch like Twilight movies or something. I, no, not not really. It's All great. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like a very solid marriage. He, he's just over there playing video games and he's like, like have fun watching hey Twilight to, by yourself. They say hey to each other every once in a while. Kinda. Yeah, what's up? Yeah. This is how it works. How, how, are things going, how things been going over your, uh, over there with you for the past couple weeks? Alright, good. Cool. We're usually two floors apart. It's great. Good. Good. Awesome. That's the probably the best way to make a relationship work yeah. with you, right? As far as she can, yes. The farther she can stay away from you, probably the better the relationship goes. Keep one floor apart at all times. There's yep. that buffer and floor. <laughs> It goes for 5G and your wife. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, any other questions? I think that was it. Okay. Uh, do we want to talk about last week, uh, pickums and stuff like that? Let's. Oh, yeah. Also, do we <coughs> do conference pickums for the uh, SEC since we talked yeah, about this week? we do. Shit. Everything right. pick Alabama and Georgia. So, I mean, I feel like uh, it's pretty is easy. Any, is, uh, pick, pick your uh, East. East, uh, I'm going Florida just to make Andy mad. Okay. I don't care what you do. That's just easy easy money for me. So, cool. Uh, Georgia and Alabama. Yep. Is everyone going Georgia-Alabama? Except for you, who's going Florida-Alabama. Okay. And everyone's everyone's going to pick Alabama. Florida. And then everyone's going to pick Alabama to win it all, except for Andy, who's going to pick Georgia. There. We, have we already bought a choice of... Incorrect. Okay. Uh, I'm, I'm like Tom. I will not pick my own team in the sense You picked your team we, to win the division. We had the disembodied voice of Mike division. also confirm <laughs> Georgia, <that> Alabama. <laughs> <laughs> All right. SEC, who's going to win it? I'd Bama. Bama. Yeah, I'm not going to pick my own team for this. Again, because this you picked your own team to win the division. division. Listen. Listen. <laughs> I'm picking Alabama to win and the, the dis- conference. the disembodied voice from Beyond the Grave also says Bama. <sighs> All, right, All right. So everyone's got Bama. Great. All right, so, we want to talk about pickums for last week. Yeah, right? pickums for so last week. Uh, <laughs> everyone was a lot of red. Everyone was convinced that Florida State was going to beat the shit out of Georgia Tech. Uh, that did not happen. We Man, said they would I all thought for cover sure I picked Georgia points. Tech. That's a bummer. Okay, so they would all cover. Even the coin lost Florida State. Everyone got that wrong. Uh, I was also hey, wait, wait. So th- even the co- that, that's another look. We all picked the same thing. That's what happens. Everyone uh, should know at this mm-hmm. point. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, Duke Notre Dame. Uh, I was the only person who thought Notre Dame would cover 20 points. They almost did. It was close, but they did not. Mm, was uh, close? Coastal Carolina. This is how you know. Tw- so 2020 is is normalizing. It's right in itself right now. I'm helping it by my Lockhart Cole pick being historically bad. 
Uh, so that's how you know we're we're back we're back on the good timeline. Uh, that has yeah, not, the good timeline is him being wrong every time. Yeah, so that has not changed. So we're we're heading back to the good timeline. Uh, so three of us, uh, Andy, myself, and Mike, thought that KU would cover seven points. I also clock hard cold picked that KU would win by at least two touchdowns. That of course uh, did not happen. Shanta clears, baby. <laughs> Shanta clears. Uh, Wake Forest. I also said yes for every single team last week. I just realized. Uh, I thought Clemson would cover 34 points. They did not. Everyone else did. Uh, Wait. UN... I did not say they were going to cover. Okay, well, we'll fix yours. Yeah, you did it. No, they didn't cover. I said no. Sorry. And you said everyone else said they would cover. Sorry, they wouldn't cover. Everyone else what? said they would not cover. Oh, okay, 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 okay. Yeah. Uh, okay. And then Syracuse UNC, as, as a huge lifelong UNC fan uh, mm-hmm. with three different powder blue michael jordan jerseys all sure. football jerseys uh-huh. of course right uh uh-huh. i said unc would cover coin agreed that was correct man this was a no good very bad day for andrew <laughs> and then also uab miami i thought miami would cover 14 points they did uh so did tom and andy hooray so, so let, let's just yeah refresh. season season totals andy three and three tom four and two uh-huh. myself two and four mike two uh-huh. and four coin four and two Ah, oh, yeah. damn coin but at least i'm, yeah, so <laughs> at least I'm tied for number one all right, so I'm right in the middle, that, and Andrew and Mike bringing up the rear. So, All right, yep. So that brings us to oh. uh, this week's games. Uh, we're going to start <laughs> with an against the spread game. We have UCF at Georgia Tech. UCF is a seven and a half point favorite. Andy, yes or no? They're going to cover that spread. UCF cover the spread. UCF. Uh, um, Did you see? You may know that I am not a Georgia Tech <laughs> fan. However, I am going However. to say that UCF. However, I would say that UCF is going to win this game. They do not cover seven and a half points. Okay. Tom. Uh, did, uh, did UCF play last week? Don't know. Probably not. Don't know. I mean, I'm trying yeah, to figure probably. out this. this is their first I don't game think the AAC not. played it all last week. So this will be their first game? Yes. <sighs> and biggest improvements from week one to week two? I say no, Georgia Tech. I don't, I'm not going to say Georgia Tech wins, but I think they're going to keep it within seven points. Georgia Tech's going to come in this game riding high. They just beat, you know, noted powerhouse Florida State. I want to change my answer. Uh, They're going to be looking good. And UCF's going to come in and smack them in the face because they're the real team of Florida. So I'm saying, yes, UCF covers seven and a half points. Okay, I'm staying, uh, sticking with the guy then. Mike in the coin also said yes. All right, next up, going straight up, pick the winner. Uh, Miami at Louisville. Louisville is a two-point favorite. Uh, Mike has already picked Miami, so we'll start with myself. Uh, boy, did Louisville play last week? They look pretty good. I'm going Louisville. Tom. Is this straight up? Straight up. <clears throat> Louisville... I think Miami keeps it going. Okay. Andy. You know, I really hate to be picking with you, but I'm going to say Louisville. Louisville, you know what? Louisville, sleeper. I'm going to call it sleeper. Sleeper team. Look out. So is that a new thing to the lock hard cold pick? Lock hard sleeper pick of the century. Ah. The best thing about if you call someone a sleeper is you don't actually have to be right. 
Ah, uh, perfect. The coin also said Miami. All right, up next we got Houston at Baylor, a game scheduled within two days. Uh, Houston or Baylor is a four and a half point favorite, and we will start with Andy straight up. Oof. All right, straight up. Um, shit. I guess I'm gonna go with the coin and say Baylor. Okay. Uh, I don't. I I don't know anything else about these teams. Although Matt Rule's a good coach, so I'm going Baylor. You idiot, Matt Rule's at the Panthers. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> well, my statement still stands. Oh Matt Rule's a good coach. Going Baylor. <laughs> oh Who's at Baylor? I don't know. But I know it's not Matt Rule. <laughs> Shit. Oh, it's Dave. Oh, no. It's a Ronda. I'm taking, I'm taking Houston, man. God, that was good. Oh, man. Shit. <laughs> Point stands. Matt Rule's a head coach. Lockhart Cole pick of the week. Then Matt Rule is a good head coach. Oh, God. That was good, uh, man. Mike picks Houston. Coin picks Baylor. All right, next up we got Wake Forest at NC State. Uh, NC State is a two and a half point favorite. Mike has picked Wake Forest. Um, as as a huge UNC fan, I hate my NC my cross state rivals, so uh, I'm gonna go Wake Forest as well. Top. Who's next? Who's Wake Forest playing? NC State. <laughs> oh yeah, definitely <laughs> taking Wake Forest. Definitely taking Wake Forest. NC State is a two and a half point favorite. Yeah, I don't care. You know what? We're all in this together. Also, I'm going to defer to Tom's extensive knowledge of the ACC and go Wake Forest as well. <laughs> That's a bad idea. Uh, okay. Up next, we have uh, Boston College at Duke. Duke is a six-point favorite. Andy. <sighs> I don't like Boston College. Yeah, I'm going to go Duke here. Tom? <laughs> <sighs> What's the line? Six for Duke. Yeah, I'm gonna Six stick with Duke. with my boy Chase Bryce and hope that uh they win. All right. Uh, I think Duke looked pretty good versus Notre Dame. I'm also gonna go Duke. Uh, Mike, Mike went Duke. Coin went Boston College. All right, good. our last good, game good, good. of the week uh, is FAU at Georgia. FAU is a two and a half point favorite. Uh, we start with Mike. Mike picked Georgia Southern. Um, I, I will pick Florida Atlantic for reasons. Oh, so Tom, FAU at Georgia Tech, or at, sorry, Georgia Southern. Taking Georgia Southern. Gas. No reason. I have no reason. I just don't, I, I don't know. Why'd you abbreviate them gas? Gas. All right. <laughs> That's what they are now. I guess I'll go, I guess I'll go gas too. All right. Georgia Southern. Gas. Uh, and then the coin also picked FAU. All right. uh, oh um, shit! I didn't do a Lockhart Cole pick. Uh, yeah. Lockhart Cole pick. Uh, UCF wins by ten points or more. Okay. Over Georgia Tech. Um. All right. We did not get any emails this week. How's that bathwater treating you, Mike or Tom? What? How's huh? that bathwater treating you? It's more like how is it treating whoever that was that uh, Katie that wrote something in, right? Yes, I didn't send it. She didn't. Uh, she didn't Patreon sub me. 
Uh, you mean OnlyFans or whatever it is? Okay. The Bathwater's Patreon, man. Isn't it? Uh, I think. I can't exclusive remember. Exclusive perk. Yeah. OnlyFans, he just posts pictures of the bathwater. Patreon, he actually sends you the bathwater. Mm-hmm. Ah, I get it now. All right. I was trying to see if we have any uh, any new. Uh, oh, hold on. I need to see. If, I, need, I need to follow the Big ratings. Ten. Big Ten update. See if we got anything going on here. Uh, so those right, listening in real time, the Big Ten is supposed to announce uh-huh. any moment now that they are coming back. Any moment. And uh, two weeks from now, or whenever we do this again, it'll be any moment still. It'll be any moment, <laughs> yeah, as well. So we have no, we have not had any reviews on Apple's podcast apps. Please leave us a message on there, a review, as long as it's five stars. Um, if it's below that, just don't waste your time. Right, or send it, send it an email. We'll read a scathing email instead. Yeah, we, we we can read the email. Yep, and give you feedback there. And uh, so those emails can be sent to podcast at academicallyineligible.com. You can also follow us at ineligible underscore pod, ineligible underscore pod. And I think that that's it for, we have for, the, for this week. Gentlemen, did we forget anything? No. No. All right, sounds good. <laughs> <laughs> quiet there for a minute. I don't know. I, I had to think about it. <laughs> okay. All right, well, yeah, see, it's not easy uh, doing things on the fly. We're all getting on the all yacht right. trip. Let's go. Uh, bah, bah, bah. Big yacht. Can't big wait yacht. to watch Matt rule this Saturday. Yep, me too. In that <laughs> game with Baylor and uh, and Houston. Yep. Matt rule's yep. gonna look great. Is he still? Oh, is he man. still wearing the dumb little like uh, vest coat thing he wears? I don't know. This is like a tactical vest, right? It's like it looks like a looks like an X-ray shield thing he wears. <laughs> Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's like a it's like one of those uh, like a windbreaker. It's like a windbreaker with no sleeves. Of. Yeah, so it looks like the thing they're like the dentist is gonna take extras of your mouth, so they put this thing on you now. You're like, like <laughs> open up your mouth. I wonder if people ever do that when they meet him. They just like insti- instinctively. Uh, anyway, wait. The, in this scenario, the dentist is wearing the X-ray shield. <laughs> <laughs> yes. All right. <laughs> You can never be too careful. All right. So um, th- that's it for this uh, for this week. Uh, again, send us emails to podcast at ac- academicallyineligible.com or follow us on Twitter, ineligible underscore pod. Uh, we're going to try to tweet more there. And uh, yeah. And tweet us if you have questions or want to, uh, to establish a dialogue with us. That would be great. And uh, otherwise, tune in next time for another episode of the Academically Ineligible Podcast. Peace. Our intro song is called Tech It. The author is Pipe Choir. The song is available at pipechoir.com. And this is using the Creative Commons Attribution 4.0 International License. Thank you. <laughs>